You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. I hope you're having a positive employment rights week. This week, we're back to our schedule. So we're continuing our series of looking in detail at the different types of paid and unpaid leave that you may be entitled to receive at work. Now, in episode 34 of the podcast, we looked at your rights and entitlement to dependence leave. In this week's episode, we're looking at your rights and entitlement to unpaid parental leave. So what's unpaid parental leave? Unpaid parental leave, or what's commonly called parental leave, is a type of leave that employees are entitled to, which is specifically in place to support working parents who wish to or need to Let's say, for example, spend more time with their children or take time out to look at new schools, settle children into new childcare arrangements or just generally spending more time with the family, such as visiting grandparents or being with your partner if a new baby has arrived or being at home when you've adopted a new child into your family. These are all typically reasons why you might wish to use unpaid parental leave if you don't have access to any other type of leave. So to be eligible for this type of parental leave, you first of all need to be an employee on a permanent contract. Now that contract can be full time, part time, term time or any other type of contract as long as your contract is a permanent contract and as long as you are an employee. If both of those things are in place, then you qualify for parental leave. In addition to being an employee, you also have to have been with your company for more than a year to qualify for parental leave. You also have to be named on your child's birth certificate or on your child's adoption papers and certainly for adoption situations, if you don't have the paperwork, you must have or at least expect to have parental responsibility for that child, which is a legal right granted to you by the courts to take parenting decisions for a child. Now, you won't qualify for this leave if you're self-employed or you're a worker or an agency worker of any type or an IR35 contractor. And you also won't qualify for this leave if your child is over the age of 18. Point to note here is that if you're, for example, a long-term foster parent, then you don't qualify for unpaid parental leave unless, of course, you have that parental responsibility that I've just mentioned. Now, your employers can extend unpaid parental leave to anyone whether you're an employee or a worker. But this is entirely within the employer's gift to do so. So workers who are not employees have no right to this type of leave. But 
the best place to check what your employer is offering Because as we've stated in previous podcast episodes, it is within the gift of the employer to offer enhanced terms and conditions. So the best place to check your entitlement would be in your staff handbook or with your HR department, particularly if you are not a permanent employee. So when you first request unpaid parental leave, your employer can ask you for proof of your right to that leave. Like, for example, asking to see your child's birth certificate. But your employer is expected to behave in a reasonable manner in respect of asking for that proof. And in this case, for example, asking you to provide proof every time you want to take unpaid parental leave would not be a reasonable request to expect you to comply with. So the general position is that once you've provided that proof, that should be it. And you may have to provide that proof for each of your children since the leave follows the child and you have a separate allocation of leave for each child you have. Okay, so parental leave is unpaid leave that you can take from work and you have to be an employee to be eligible for that leave. And remember that an employee is someone who is on a permanent contract with the company or business and you can have any type of contract. But what many employees don't know is that your entitlement rights give you 18 weeks leave for each child or adopted child that you have up to that child's 18th birthday. That's 18 weeks in total from the birth of that child until that child reaches 18 years of age. So what this means in real terms is that you're entitled to one week for every year of your child's life until that child is 18 and the whole of the 18 weeks is unpaid. The 18 weeks is for each child and therefore the leave follows your child and not your job. So for example, if you use six weeks of parental leave in one job and then you change jobs, you still have 12 weeks of parental leave which you can take. And a point to note here is that the clock on parental leave doesn't reset when you change jobs and instead you carry over the remaining leave from your previous job to your new job. Now, there is a limit on how much of your 18 weeks you can take in any one year and that limit is four weeks per year. But of course, with your employer's agreement, you could take a longer period of unpaid parental leave. When taking your parental leave, you must take your leave in whole weeks and not days. Again here though, if you have a disabled child or you have your employer's agreement, you may be able to take your unpaid parental leave in days. Also, the employer cannot make you take your parental leave all in one go. So, for example, the employer saying to you that you're requesting leave and I want you to take six weeks. That's not how it works. You are in control of how much leave you take. And when you take your leave, generally speaking, 
it must be in weekly blocks and you can only take a maximum of four weeks per year. But of course, with your employer's agreement, that may vary and you may be able to take days. Another important point to note here is that if you work part time, your parental leave must be apportioned to you in a pro rata way. So your parental leave has to match the hours you work or the days you work. Your employer is not permitted to grant you less parental leave than the hours you work. There must be a match. So if you work three days a week, for example, then your parental leave per week must be three days. And it would be the same for the hours as well. Your employer isn't permitted to allow you less leave than the hours or days that you work. And as I've said, you must take your parental leave as whole weeks rather than individual days. When you request your unpaid parental leave, you have to give your employer at least 21 days notice of the date you want to start your leave. And in cases where partners want to take unpaid leave, let's say, for example, to support their partners after the birth of a baby or at the end of an adoption process, the parent wishing to use unpaid parental leave would need to give their employer at least 21 days before the week the baby is expected to be born or 21 days before the week you expect an adopted child to come and live with you permanently. Now, as the employee requesting unpaid parental leave, you must, not may, but you must confirm the start and end dates in the notice you are giving your employer. So you see your employer, you tell your employer, I want to take my leave on such and such a date. That date must be at least three weeks before your leave is intending to start. Now, your notice to your employer about your dates doesn't have to be in writing unless your employer requests written confirmation. However, our advice at Employment Rights Online would be that you provide written confirmation of your notice, because in our experience, this minimises any grounds for dispute in the future. So, unpaid parental leave, unlike other forms of leave, is a form of leave where your employer can delay you from taking your unpaid parental leave. And your employer can do this if the employer believes that you taking that leave will have a significant impact on the business, such as causing serious disruption to the business. But that being the case, your employer cannot delay you from taking the leave at the time you've requested to take the leave if you're taking your leave immediately after the birth or adoption of a child or if delaying your leave would mean that your child would reach the age of 18 and you would therefore no longer qualify for your leave. These two reasons are not reasons that the employer can disrupt because both of these reasons are outside of your control. Okay, so just to reiterate that, you can take your leave if your partner has just had a baby or 
an adopted child has come to live with you or if not taking that leave would mean you would lose that leave. Those are the two reasons where an employer's concerns about the impact of the business cannot come between you and your leave. If you're taking your leave for any other reasons other than these two reasons, then your employer can delay you if the reason for the delay is the significant impact on the business. Now, if your employer has serious business reasons why you can't take the leave at the time when you're requesting it, and your employer is then asking you to delay taking your leave, then your employer must write to you within seven days of the date of your original request. And in that written response, your employer must, not may, but must suggest a new date when you can take your leave. And that date must be within six months of the original date you requested. That is your employment right. The other point to note here is that even though your employer might ask you to delay your date for taking your leave, your employer cannot change the amount of leave you have requested. So if you've requested two weeks and your employer delays you, and gives you a new date for taking that leave, your employer cannot then say to you, but you can only have one week. No. If you've requested two weeks and you're delayed, then the new dates must also include dates to cover the two weeks that you've requested. The final point to note here is that when you take your unpaid leave, taking that leave does not affect your rights to be paid appropriately after your leave, it doesn't affect your rights to accrue holidays and it does not affect your rights to return to your job after you have completed your leave. So the key point of this week's podcast is to familiarise yourself with your rights to this type of unpaid leave because once you know how to use this type of leave and you understand the rights and procedures surrounding your use of this leave, then you can factor this type of leave into your childcare plans and use the leave to offset periods of time when you may have additional needs around the care of your children. And that's it for this week. Remember that you have a legal right to take unpaid parental leave or what's commonly called parental leave. So if you feel you have been denied your right to take that leave, the first thing you need to consider is submitting a written grievance or complaint to ask your employer to look at the issue. To help you with this, included in the podcast notes for this episode are some grievance templates that you can use to help you write that grievance letter. Just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast and press the See More button and you'll see the live links that will take you to some helpful grievance support templates and some other grievance information. We hope you find something useful that you can work with in this week's episode. Remember to let others know we are here by sharing our content and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening and where you can leave a review. We'd love you to share your views with us and tell us what you think. 
until next week. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.